0: hello at loungelizardspod.com. That's hello at loungelizards, P-O-D.com. All right, boys, let's talk about our presenting sponsor, Fabrica
1: 5. Oh, yeah.
0: It's a handcrafted and artisan story with the strong foundation of Rob Isla from Friends of El Habano and Bon Roberts fame with Hamlet Parides, Master Blender, and Cuban Cigar Legend. Love you, Rob. They're already fantastically priced, but exclusive to Lizard listeners, they can get 10% off Con five-packs and 25 count bundles starting right now using code lizard n6 that's coupon code lizard n6
2: well, <laughs> <laughs> you
0: can get worldwide free shipping as well on all orders over $125 US the website is fabrica005.com that's fabrica005.com
3: that's right. The more you buy, the more you save. Exactly. And it's important to
0: note, boys, the Kano is the same size. Siglo 6. Siglo 6. Can't wait exactly, to Exactly. From it. Cohibo. Oh, yeah. These cigars are crafted and refined by feedback from a hard-nosed tasting panel, the FOH community, and customers. That's How hard-nosed
4: you. were you on that Yeah. Panel? yeah. <laughs> I was pretty hard-nosed. You know, you are an elite insider. Right? <laughs> <All right. laughs> did, did you retrohale?
2: I just want to make sure you did. <laughs>
0: You can literally jump on the FOH forum
5: right now and post detailed reviews that go straight to the powers that be. And you can tell Gizmo every <laughs> note that you got that he didn't. Correct. From the retro hill. And Gizmo likes to get
4: calls at 2 a.m. in
1: bed. <laughs> <laughs> be
4: par- <laughs>
5: become part of the FOH
0: community today. Fabrica 5 is direct from the farm in Honduras to your hand, and they ship out of Miami. So there's no customs nightmare, which is awesome. That's awesome.
5: Oh, Pagoda, you're safe. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fair enough. You know.
0: <laughs> Again, use code LIZARDN6. All one word, no space for 10% off. Cononazo. Five packs and 25 count bundles starting right now at fabrica005.com. That's fabrica005.com. Free shipping on orders over $125 US. Must be 21 years of age or older to order. Fabrica 5. No boxes, no bands, no bullshit. And now, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Lounge Lizards Podcast. It's so good to have you here. It's a leisure and lifestyle podcast founded on our love of premium cigars, as well as whiskey, travel, food, work, and whatever else we feel like getting into. My name is Gizmo. Tonight, I'm joined by Rooster, Pooba, Senator, Pagoda, Grinder, and Bam Bam, a full house of lizards. And our plan is to smoke a cigar, drink some scotch, talk about life, and of course, have some laughs. So take this as your 81st official invitation to join us and become a card-carrying lounge lizard. Plan to meet us here once a week. We're gonna smoke a New World Cigar tonight, share our thoughts on it, and give you our formal lizard rating. We do a deep dive on a Lucione, we discuss the merits of a V-cut, and a few of the lizards share their battles with the neighborhood raccoons, all among a variety of other things for the next 90 minutes. So sit back, get your favorite drink, light up a cigar and enjoy. As we pair 16-year-aged loggable and Scotch with the Ellusione Holy Lance in Maduro. A New World Lancero tonight from Ellusione. It's called the Holy Lance. It's a Maduro. It's, I think, our first Maduro Lancero on the pod. It's a seven and a half inches by 40 ring gauge. And uh, this wrapper is dark and thick and toothy.
4: Dude, it looks very chocolatey.
0: It does. Yeah. It's It's a bit intimidating, actually. Very simple... thin band on it mm-hmm. just has a HL
3: very toothy
4: it's yeah. not
0: it's not
3: very attractive
0: it is not it's not
3: it's got some bumps a lot of bumps Very Clint there's, Clint like a, there's like a very significant hole mm. in my wrapper yeah there's a pothole in mine yeah. you guys
0: got potholes yeah, pot yeah dude this is Clint but Eastwood but remember,
4: <laughs> <laughs> and hang them high <laughs> no the good the bad and the ugly
6: <laughs> you make one more move <laughs> no he i'm says, gonna fill you full of bullets
4: <laughs> he says okay. to paco nothing like a good cigar after a meal look at the cap
6: look
7: at, look at the cap Do you all
6: see
0: right that? let's cut this thing <laughs> it's fucking, <laughs> it's it's like, it's fucking it's, jacked. The cap off. is falling off
4: you guys are gonna love the cigar i'm sure uh, let's see what the cold draw has
1: uh, mm.
4: wide open mine's nice look at the wrap very it. fruity wow it's tried fruit I'm getting I'm more floral than fruit, but it's, it's nice. No, not the rapper, the uh, band.
0: The cold draw is very nice. Yeah. Surprising. Yeah. Nice. Anybody else? <laughs> I mean,
5: very good. Seven yeah, voices so here. I don't get a ton on the cold draw. No? Wow. I get a rich flavor. Yeah, very.
3: Very intense. Fruity, floral. It's
4: pretty A little rich.
5: figgy. Oh, I'm getting more now. Yeah.
3: Yeah, a lot the, the
5: yes, yes to the fig.
0: All right, boys, let's light this thing. The Lucione Holy Lance in Maduro. Again, it's 40 ring gauge by seven and a half inches. Long cigar. See how it burns.
4: It is very Clint Eastwood like
0: <laughs> Puba. I feel like Tony Soprano would smoke this.
5: Mm. Way too small. Way too small of a ring gauge. That's right. Soprano. Yeah, he uh-huh. smoked Churchill's. Like the Churchill.
0: So the uh, wrapper on this cigar is a San Andres uh, from Mexico, and the binder and filler are Nicaraguan.
3: Yeah, Crioja and Criola, uh, 99 and, uh, and 98. So San Andreas Obs- Oscuro or San Andreas Negro is it called? That's the Maduro wrapper, seven and a half by 40. It's definitely a very traditional Lancero. Um, these a little cig- longer, actually. Is it a little longer? Yeah, it's a
0: half inch longer. When I like when these sat next to the other Lanceros in my tower, it had
6: another half inch. I, I wish I brought my V cut. I wish I brought it. Because there's too much volume in the cap and it's too tight. Hmm. And uh um, Can't you take another eighth of an inch off? No, but if you if you take a V cut to this and you just take like even if you don't jam it all the way in mm-hmm. and you put it halfway in and you just take some of the Just the tip? you just put the tip in (laughs) and you just take a little volume out. It would help. If I had a perfect draw, I would just try and I can pass one down. Do we have any surgeons in the room? (laughs) It's just a little tight for me. It Um, it is
3: a little tight. I, I, this cigar is made in the, um, so, so the guy who, the, 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 the founder of the company, um, Dion, uh, gelada, He's, you know, just a little brand history. He he started this this cigar like a lot of kind of modern cigar uh, brands. Is that he contracts out a lot of the manufacturing, right? So he he work he has a factory in in uh, Nicaragua that he works with uh, a lot, and he has a factory in Honduras that he works with a lot. Um, the 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 whole premise of his brand history is that he, you know, was he he grew up. Uh, he got into cigars in the kind of the late eighties and he worked at a cigar store and then he started his own cigar store and then he became an exclusive seller for Davidoff in Reno, Nevada. Uh, and then he said, Hey, I can make cigars. I can brand that. I, you know, I can sell cigars. I can get, you know, I'm, I'm in, have the right connections. So he um, basically started his own, his own company. He called it Illusione because of his, He's kind of an interesting guy. He's from the Nevada area. He's He's got, like, the Elvis chops. And apparently are we
0: are talking a little Area 51 going on? Yeah,
3: here? he's, like, really into that. He's into conspiracy theories, and he wanted to exemplify the illusion of, like, the cabal that's controlling most of the world that is probably fictitious, right? Uh, and that's what he kind of, you know, he wanted that kind of emblematic representation in, in the cigar brand. He... You know he developed this cigar brand he, he originally started a company called fumari and then over time it, he rebranded it as doing business as Illusion. and he, the guy has been turning out a lot of great cigars if you look at cigar aficionado a, basically all, everything in his markup has in his in his lineup has tremendous ratings from from ca
5: well, it must be a great cigar then. <laughs> oh, it must be a great cigar. But he's he's got he's got a,
3: a, a whole host of different, different Well,
0: don't forget we did the Illusion uh, Cruzado Robusto on the post. We did the Cruzado yeah, did. and and that's that good. That rated high eights. It
4: did. It did. It's a right. different cigar than this though.
0: Totally. Yeah.
3: What one of the interesting things is that he he was kind of trying to find the sweet spot and he really did a lot like with this kind of model, this this marketing and, and distribution model. You have to. A lot of people will come, like Al Bradley. He'll he'll just go to a, a contract manufacturer and say, "Give me your portfolio. Give me five cigars. I'll I'll help you select it." And then that that's what he brands and markets. Right. Th- this guy got really deep into one of the factory his his primary factory that his contract manufacturer, and he would literally taste all the tobacco and all the different composites of of, of blends, and got really deep. And they basically. They bought a pre-Sandinista farm in Nicaragua that had been used before the Sandinista, you know, acquired all the land and refurbed it. And it took a few years, but they were growing pre-Sandinista Nicaraguan tobacco, which is very unique. And it's emblematic of some of the brands that he fell in love with, most notably Tropica, Tropical Cigars, Tropical Tobacco. They made some brands that he was fascinated with and therefore he kind of, try to get that pre to flavor. And um I think that's what came through in the the original Epernay, which was like his illusion Epernay that was came out in like 2006. So he's been around for a while, almost 20 years, coming up on 20 years, and he's always kind of had he's got this bent boutique kind of brand. Um and uh, he makes great cigars. Mm. And the, the this fascinating thing about this cigar is HL the Holy Lance. He's got this in three different kind of cigars uh one is the maduro one we're smoking tonight which is what we're smoking tonight one is the um the original i think it was a habanos wrapper or a natural it was a natural wrapper and then he um he was working with this contract manufacturer out of honduras and he said he had all these extra boxes for lanceros and he didn't want to waste the 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 boxes because he had to front the 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 cost for the for the boxes and essentially, uh, said, "Well, I'll just put some Maduro's and Candela." So the sister of this cigar came after the natural uh, um, is is the Candela, which is you know we're we're probably on the tail end of our Lancero kick here. Yeah, but it might it might be good to you know kind of compare that to its sister cigar at some point. But okay. uh,
1: hmm.
4: um, is anyone finding this to be an absolutely a full? Cigar?
0: It's definitely, I was going to say medium, full, full. I think it's full, it's, full. But it's definitely that, you know, you're definitely tasting that Maduro
4: wrapper. Yeah.
0: The thick Maduro, it's oh, yeah.
4: It's definitely. Um, this is a durable cigar. Yeah. Great for the wintertime, fall. I think it's I, a medium, full, not. Uh, really? I
5: don't know if it's hmm. full, oh, it's, it's at least medium, full. Yeah, yeah. I'd be, I'm in the full In cap. flavor, not strength. Right. Yeah. I mean, I also, I take back the Tatuaje reference early. Mm-hmm. It, to me, this is more Liga-esque. Absolutely. Liga Privada. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. But very good. I'm actually enjoying it. I have to
4: say,
0: yeah. I think it's really delicious. I like the size. It feels good in the hand. I know mean, we talked about that ad nauseum. It's, nauseam, it's but... a
3: rich. It's a rich cigar. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of fruity. There's like some
2: fruity elements. Yeah, there is
7: some fruit. Yeah.
0: Pagoda. What do you think of it so far? I know you've. This
2: is your right up your. You power like the
0: Epernay, uh, right?
2: Yeah, I like the Epernay. It's been a while since I've smoked that, uh, and it's funny because with the Epernay, uh, the wrapper seems to be a bit lighter, but a reasonably strong cigar. Mm. Um. Yeah. No. I'm really enjoying this uh, on the light. but what do you think? Half. Yeah. It
6: reminds me of um, you know, my di- back in the days when I was with the DEA. Um, <laughs> going. What? <laughs> well, yeah. Like you know, doing ops <laughs> against the Sandinistas. <laughs> they were. They were kind of a. They in were the kind of semi. Well, they were a in semi-Marxist a <laughs> group, and we we, we had to. <laughs> semi-Marxist know, well they were <laughs> not they, fully they weren't fully Marxist they weren't well they were Marxists, but uh some of the cigars I smoked back then when I was you know in, in, the, in, in the forest well in theater <laughs> uh reminds me of that oh uh, yeah <laughs> theater yeah uh, Puba you've had a double life <laughs> yeah well a lot oh, of a fa- lot of listen a lot of fast roping a lot of uh a lot of, uh, yeah. a lot, you know, w- operating undercover with a yep. money belt, seizing gold, you know, money belt, you're seizing gold. Yeah, but, yeah. different identity. Yep. Uh, but yes, it's a good. No, it's a good. It's a good. lot of nunchucks. Nunchucks.
0: So you were mentioning about the V cut. Um yeah. I haven't. I'll tell you, I haven't reached for a V cut in quite some time. Same here. And I'm curious, you know, uh, for the room here. Does anyone what's the merit of the V-cut
6: for you guys? Look, I don't use it often, but there's sometimes I do use it. I'll tell you when I use it. So I'll use it um, if you've got like a like a Monte Cristo Petit Corona and the cap is just packed, huh. or like on some of these small, some of these like smaller ring gauge cigars. Actually, I find that it it comes in handy where where you're just like you could run like i ran i had to run a perfect draw through this you passed me one thank you um we were under we were
0: undercover like your old days yeah and
6: it it made a huge it made a huge difference so if you don't have a perfect draw on you you gotta sometimes just taking a little bit of volume out of the cap and a smaller like the notion of using a v cut I, i i think some of the prevailing wisdom is like oh well you use a v-cut in like a large ring gauge cigar no need generally but sometimes on a smaller ring gauge cigar there's this the cap can get packed some especially with sometimes with some of these cubans yep um or even with this cigar i i wouldn't have put it all the way in i would have just clipped it like halfway in and taken a little bit of volume out of the cap if i had it on me and so sometimes it's just I'm not saying it's for all the time, but if there's if the cap is packed, it's kind of a nice Yeah, workaround. Yeah. Work around.
3: If if it's a little suspect, I think that's yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I used to carry a V Cut. I, I had one of those uh Colibri. They're really well manufactured and that, pretty cheap. That is the best V cut. It yeah. is that's the one V-cut. I have. The Calibri yeah. is Calibri, the best. Calibri, excuse me. Yeah. They make a great product. And that's the one I have. I haven't I, I don't even know where it is. It's been so long, but um, i mean it it has a
5: great cut on it so I, I have the exact same one i feel like i was just so many random guys i was meeting in cigar lounges i noticed were smoking with a v cut and really singing the praises of how great a v cut is so trying to be open-minded i bought the same Calibri v cut excellent cutter um and i was dabbling with just trying the same you know like a robusto just using a v cut and seeing if i enjoyed the experience anymore Um, and I found it really didn't do anything positive for me. Um, and even then I tried using it in the instances Pooba's is describing where you're having some draw issues. Maybe the cap is a little bit plugged and trying it there. And I found myself like cutting several times with it and still not getting the desired draw. Um, and what I have found is that the perfect draw for me is just does a better job of dealing with those issues. So I used to carry in my cigar case, a V cut and a straight cut. And now I just carry a straight cut. Um, I'm very traditional. I don't, I don't like taking a chunk out of the cigar. Mm -hmm. Um, if I don't have to, and then even when I feel I have to, to me, the perfect draw just works better. So that's really what I carry around. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I
7: don't like the way it feels in your mouth. Mm. The V cut, the yeah. V cut.
4: Yeah. It's,
5: yeah,
7: it's a little odd. Maybe I'm not used to it, but yeah. no, I agree. It feels I feel
5: the same. Way. Yeah,
6: I, I agree too. I, I, I'm just saying, there's merits to it, like in a spot, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and there's a lot so. of listeners out there who love a V. That's true. And I know a lot of guys who do a double V. They'll do
0: it like yeah, in like a cross direction. Sure, I've done that before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Um, hmm. yeah, to each his own. Right. Sure.
2: I used to. I remember I used to use uh, the V cut very specifically for any kind of a torpedo kind of a cigar and i think somebody had mentioned it to me and i just started doing that for quite some time i don't think it makes that much of a difference uh but but uh you know it's not that it's not something i mind like if that's the only cut around and i can't find mine for whatever reason it's it's not a big deal
6: you know it's funny right because you read like oh well you should use a v cut with the torpedo every time i tried to do that it, it was a disaster. Yeah, it it, it blow, never it blow it, it up. It, 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 yeah. it never worked out. Well, it would unravel. Exactly. Or it would it yes. would I'm like this doesn't make any sense. No. So, um but I found it good. I found it useful where um cuz sometimes you got to be a little bit careful with small ring gauge cigars with the perfect draw. Uh it, it's it's okay to have. I mean, I'm not bullish on it. I'm not super bullish on it, but on the V cut, but I will use it. I've had ha- I have had success with it, um, with some smaller ring gauge cubans that have given me problems, and I'm just and I've it's a quick fix. Like I'm just gonna grab that V cut and I'm gonna cut it and just see. And I've done that crown cut thing before too on smaller ring gauge cigars, and it like worked out. I'm like okay, but again, it I'm not a big fan. But I found mine the other day and I used it and I was like, oh, I'll I'll tee it up for discussion.
5: <laughs> Bringing it back. Yeah, I mean, I just don't yeah. love
6: looking at the end of the
5: cigar, and it looks like a Pac Man is like staring at you. <laughs> like, that's literally every time yeah. I've used a V cut. All but, I'm but, thinking but, of. You're not I'm wrong.
3: There's a lot of flavor coming out of this. Yeah,
4: this yeah I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, honestly, this is a, r- truly a rich cigar. You know, I know we'll, we'll talk about the pairing in a minute, but it's working great with what we're drinking. Both it's a rich experience. I so think, far.
0: I think this is a cigar that we always talk about time of day or where you're slotting
4: this. Yeah. This is this it, is not a breakfast cigar no. except for maybe except for Rooster. For Rooster. Um this is a post-dinner cigar. I think, is a, I
5: think even he's having second thoughts about this in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think,
6: I don't think you're having this in the morning. No. I, no.
3: I, I think some of that strength comes from a combination of, you know, we had on a recent episode we talked about I think the combi- I think the combination of um you know the size of the cigar, and obviously the origin of the, of the wrapper has a, has a strong influence on it. Um, and this the is tobacco. also this is Nicaraguan, this right? Is, yeah, can, so, can, yeah well that's, that's what I mean the origin. Right. Yeah. Right. But I mean you know, the tobacco is Nicaraguan, right? That yeah. packs strength. Well, there's the tobacco and the binder and the filler is Nicaraguan. The wrapper is Mexican, mm-hmm. and the the wrapper is stalk cut, so it's it's higher. You, Puba always talks about primings. Mm-hmm. It's higher, it's a higher priming, so it gets a lot more attention sun. from the sun. That's right. So it gets it, 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 it needs to be a durable leaf. Mm-hmm. And I think you you see it in the rustic nature of the cigar. It's very weathery. Yeah, it's just it's thick. Yeah. You Question. Know? How much is this cigar?
0: This cigar was fifteen bucks.
3: Okay.
4: Mm. It packs a lot of flavor yeah. for that price. And the and the ash is bright
3: white. I would, I would still, I would still say it's medium to full, not full full. You know.
7: How do you compare in strength with the Epernay? So I haven't
3: had the Epernay in a long time, but I recall it being a little smother, smoother. Pagoda would know. Pagoda, Pagoda
2: would know. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. Um, I I remember um, the Epernay felt stronger. Are really, stronger yeah. than this. Fuller? Even though, yeah, a oh little boy. bit fuller. It's there's, there's been a while, but, you know, it's been a while since I've smoked that. Um, I'm not getting, like,
4: a nicotine thing. No.
2: I just
0: think the flavor is no, very it's intense.
5: It's just really intense yeah. flavor. But it's yeah. like like actually
3: a full meal. It's kind of smooth. It's, uh, it it's, not a, it's not abrupt in any way. Yeah. He's, a, he, he's got, in this Maduro line, he's got, like, six or seven different Vitolas. Wow. So I'd be curious to see how this would stack up against some of the other different like ring gauge cigars and Vitolas because that flavor, uh, I think the flavor is really imparted by the the rapper.
7: It is definitely closer to Liga. That's the it's thing, Liga esque
5: And honestly, right. for me at this point, this to me is a full cigar it, in I, flavor, not Sen- in nicotine. Senator, hundred percent. But in flavor, this is full flavor. flavor yeah. yeah.
0: It doesn't have that like sweet thing that like that that traditional Liga flavor. Yeah, but there's a little
7: bit of there's sweetness. I get a little
1: sweetness. a, bit a little bit. But okay.
4: I do put the Liga above this though. My for me. Oh, we got Flav- flavor. The whole thing. Flavor-wise, yeah. So
7: far, yeah.
6: So far, yeah, the, I, One inch in. Yeah, I feel like. <clears throat> This would slot in for me in a very, very specific spot. Recording a podcast with six of your friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's
0: about it. Yeah. That's no, the only spot. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, I know. No. I know.
6: This no. is this is a good cigar. No, no, I'm not, no, no. I'm being it, facetious. It, no, it's a good cigar. I, I, I but <laughs> like it's definitely an after-a-meal cigar yeah. for me. Um fall, winter? Uh sure. Yeah. Um, but like I need to be in a headspace where I've like got a lot of time, because um, you got to smoke it slow. Uh, you know what I mean? It, it, it's 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 one of those things where I could almost see myself smoking this by myself and in, in, like reading a book. Yeah, it's it, it's it's that slow. It's that slow going. The the finish is so long. It is on it. Um, It's it's got a I think it's got a time and
4: place. Yeah, it's a pretty nourishing cigar because of the body. Yeah, I
5: mean to what Poop is saying, to me this is very much an after dinner cigar, and and I say that in a very good way. Like when you've had a full meal, you a lot of times want a full cigar that's going to be able to hold up to your palate's kind of shot from like all the flavor of a full meal. Mm -hmm. This stands up to it, and um, I I I like it. Yeah,
4: and you know we'll see as
3: we get through it, but there aren't any rough edges yet.
5: No, yeah. So far, we, no.
3: We, yeah, we were com- we were talking about um before the podcast, you know, com- you know, pairing red wine with certain meals. I feel like this would be pair
4: very well with the steak. I think you got to talk about the pairing tonight with this. Yeah, guy. this it's working pretty good, honestly. And I'm having this without ice. You know, my first sip of the Lagavulin 16. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. Lagavulin 16. The first sip, Puba. I felt like I was going to have a heart attack. So the last no, time no ice it wasn't smooth at all but as I drink it with the cigar it's actually working very nicely together.
0: The last time all 7 of us were in the same room drinking Lagavulin 16 was 72 episodes ago <laughs> on episode 9 when we did the Ramon Ionis specially selected. Yep. And we hadn't rated it so that's why we did it again to give it a good rating tonight mm-hmm. but um what a delicious scotch for this cigar tonight. I agreed. I agreed. Yeah, it's really really performing we,
3: we we talk about pairings and the differences in pairings and what would work you know sometimes it's it's the antecedent sometimes it's the the ying and the yang sometimes you want a a strong cigar and a in a in a well-balanced you know spirit or you want a strong spirit but a but a smoother you know kind of softer cigar i think this pairs with this with this scotch which is heavy peat but has nice smooth finish it pairs very nicely and holds its own against the strong Madura wrapper.
6: It's true. It's a it's a meal.
4: Yeah, it is. It's nourishing, like I said. I think they work great together. I think they I do. Yeah.
6: I, I, I if think I you're... was starving <laughs> um in like 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 camping in the forest. Have you, you ever watch those YouTube videos where where people you and you and Rooster with the YouTube. Yeah, I, I didn't say it's, anything. It's what do you? What do you? I'm just. They make fun of me for watching When We were going to Cuba. Rooster yeah. was all over
5: YouTube. I saw this YouTube. Video. I saw this YouTube video. You guys oh. are in lockstep.
6: Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. By the way, I'm, I'm moving away from the whole. Well, okay. <laughs> no, let's not. go. No, let's not. go here. So, I'm moving. Uh, I'm moving away from YouTube. And you're getting divorced. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. You even I, I, paid I, for the premium on YouTube? No, I of course I do. Um <laughs> of course I, do. <laughs> I well, because I'm watching videos about all kinds of things that are that are that are crazy. Um uh but it's not uh, uh, anyway, but reading at night for me is much the last few weeks have been has been fantastic. Read at night as opposed to watching these stupid... Because, you know, you, you go on YouTube and you, it's like you go down a rabbit hole. It's a vortex. Whether it's about and it's cigars... And designed, it's designed that it's way. It's designed that way. Mm-hmm. Whether it's about cigars, you know, I do love... I'm a I'm a firearms enthusiast. I love firearms. So I'm, I'm watching stuff about shotguns, about pistols, about rifles. I'm watching stuff about uh, uh, food and cooking and cigars. Yeah. And, you know, all the things oh, that yeah. I love, right? And, like it just throws you down this like rabbit hole, and it's like not that great. I mean, it's like okay. It's informative, but it you run into this law of diminishing returns where reading at night um, is kind of better for me lately. i th- I, I think I think it, I think it
3: I think it's a mix. You need to have a nice mix because there are times where i I learn a lot from going down in the vortex. but if you if you pursue it in in consistent fashion, you will die. (laughs) You you, you need to, you need a balance of the reading and the, and the different modes or mediums of, of, of
6: consumption. I think. I would highly recommend reading a book before bed. Um, Sure. If you can clear your mind enough Mm -hmm. where you can focus on just reading, the last four weeks or so where I'm reading again, it's been fantastic. I just, it's funny you're saying it's that. That's fantastic.
0: Because we didn't talk about this prior to coming on the episode, no. but I've also been reading, especially at home when I'm smoking by myself in my garage. I've been reading just off the Cuba trip. I have just been reading a lot of Hemingway. And oh, I'm fantastic. finding it to be so much more relaxing. Like wow. slows my mind down, gets me closer like ready
4: for sleep. We have a sophisticated gizmo now in our hands. Well, you know, listen. Mm-hmm. I'm not a speed reader, but I I'm, like I'm, it. I'm I'm moving. I like but yeah,
0: it. I totally agree with you. I think that I'm finding that it's uh, I'm my mind is not as racing, you know, getting ready for, getting ready for bed.
6: Yeah. And, and, and this, this is, this cigar for me, it's like slow smoking. Yeah. I could see myself like reading a book and kind of just taking my time with the cigar like this. Um, that's cool. I like which that. Is, which is cool. Uh-huh. I, 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 I'd recommend the change of pace for anybody. I, I did it because, um, it's very easy to get just sucked into the,
4: The The internet, yeah, the internet, the
6: vortex. It's just not cool. You know what I mean? After a while, (laughs) the news sucks. You know both sides of it. It's it's all terrible, and 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 so you get whether whether it's just like light fiction, or whether you're reading a a, or whether you're reading a biography of of a historical figure (laughs) or something. It's much better, I think, a much better pursuit. I heard you were hunting.
4: Hunting raccoons in your yard, though. How do you fig- fit that all in? How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> How do you read and hunt raccoons? <laughs> what,
3: what, what is the
6: raccoon story? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, well, no, I mean, I don't know. We I, I had these raccoons, so I've got, <laughs> I've got a, I have a three car garage behind my house. I, my, it's I, another house. Well, yeah, it's I pretty have much a, another. Yeah, so I live on a two acre piece of property and. <laughs> and uh this this property is a nightmare it's a fucking nightmare <laughs> no one wants this much property i mean if you do great good for you but there's too many trees you need a condo i think yeah. <laughs> yeah love would love it but anyway it's 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 there are too many trees or too many things so there's a whole ecosystem of uh, of wildlife and here in northern new jersey there's a lot of animals uh a lot of wildlife i mean you've got groundhogs right yep you've got chipmunks you've got you've got deer we know how senator hates deer he wants to chop their heads off don't get so- me started <laughs> i mean if i could uh, shoot them i'd be a firearms enthusiast right there with you mm-hmm. right so the the, the deer or a whole another th- i mean whole, there's so many deer i mean there's a whole deer herd that lives on my property i mean when i say a whole deer herd i mean you walk up five feet i mean there's so many it's on my property it's unbelievable a lot of deer, well, shit. A lot rare, of deer. it's crazy mm-hmm. yeah. and they so, ruin property that's yeah. the problem and, and it wasn't ruin like things.
7: that it wasn't like that like you've been going back like maybe 10 15 years ago that's true you didn't see that many deer no, that's
6: no. Cr- you're correct you're correct yeah. rooster and yeah. so there's these deer anyway um, so what ended up happening in, with the raccoons was I have this three car exterior garage that's in the back of my property, and uh, uh a, a raccoon, uh, a couple uh, <laughs> husband, a, wife, a husband, and wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they ended up, did you they, get their marriage certificate to verify this? Well, he married them. This is this is years of observation. So, so, uh, they ended up, um, Fornicating, having uh, (laughs) children—you know, whole thing, right? And like you know, my wife, my wife, and my thirteen-year-old daughter think that you know it's adorable. Yeah, they think it's great, but meanwhile, they're in the soffit of this, of this, uh, of this garage, uh, this garage, and uh, they've made a home there, and that's a problem because. For all the obvious reasons, so um, I I decided. Well, first I consulted with Senator, who's a who's a raccoon killer. He has a history. So does so does Rooster. He's oh. also a raccoon killer. He raccoon, strangled them with his own yeah. bare hands. He's a <laughs> raccoon choker, which, which we can which, which we can talk about too. So both these, you know, no one likes these pests. Rooster is basically pest control for Northern New Jersey <laughs> with his bare hands. <laughs> he certainly is. They're vicious animals. So there's <laughs> been there's been multiple tactics that were discussed to dispose of these 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 destructive creatures because they're destructive. So. There's a window, so there's a there's there's picture a three car garage, and then on the side there's a door that goes in, and then there's also a window. So I had, I had left this window unlocked. Well, well, what ended up happening? That was- That was an invitation. That right. So they have squatters' rights now, Puba. Right, exactly. So what ended up California? Happening was, you'd be out of the house. Th- th- correct. Absolutely. <laughs> they had squatter rights beyond squatter rights. They 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 ended up. Put, so the, the 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 couple this 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 tired these terrorists ended up pushing <laughs> they push the window open because they can jump up and and claw on the windowsill, and they push the window open they go into the garage and then they go into the corner of the soffit now when they first they found out they were in there I'm like screw them I'll lock them in bad mistake <laughs> real bad mistake because what they do is they go in the soffit and then when they can't get out, they chew their way out. They they claw and chew their way out through the shingles in the top of the roof. They go through the plywood and they pop a couple shingles off and they make an entry and exit out of that way. So anyway, this is a problem. So um so By I By the way,
0: I, I'm sorry to the listeners that we don't have a camera crew that recorded this happening.
6: Yes, yeah. <laughs>
0: your discovery
6: of this would have
0: been phenomenal content.
6: Well, so so what ended up happening was i i I left them i I left them alone for a while so i had to leave the window open to let them get in and out because if i locked them in they would just continue to destroy stuff so i let them gain entry because it was like it was like tsa like (laughs) like you have you're pre-cleared because if i if i lock you in you're just gonna continue to destroy stuff you know what i mean so i called <laughs> of course i so i call i called professionals thank god and they set up some traps and let me tell you something this was outstanding they set up traps i had to call in the professionals they set up traps with like the right bait and everything i got both the mother i got the father that's it they went right to the gas chamber. Oh, you wow. thought they went right in? So I said, "So when they, Jesus. so when they picked the up, the, the, they picked up." Yeah. Well, this is all. This is all by state law. I, I said, "If only we could capture for the listener the smile on Rooster's face <laughs> as he said the gas chamber." <laughs> Amazing. I mean, it's unbelievable. Is that an in-house gas chamber? <laughs> yes, it is actually. So I call Horizon Pest Control, and uh, they're great. They are great. I yeah, use them I got well. I got a contract with them. They keep spiders yeah. and centipedes and, and all that shit. They're the best. All that crap out of my house, man. They they set up traps. Well, look, well, yeah, you go. All it takes is one mouse to run across your house. The women are up Chaos. on top of the, oh, the, yeah, the countertops, yeah, yeah. right? I got That's my right. I, got, I got my <laughs> daughter true. and my wife. They're they're, they're up. Ah! <laughs> we're not operating in this home for another minute, you know. <laughs> so man, they they set up these traps, they do the stuff and they seal the outside. And they do all you know. They they find out what the entry points are for these. They, they because a little field well, it must not have been hard. You told collapse. them that you opened the window, right? I understand, but I'm talking <laughs> about the other contract. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, the, the much, of an inv- it wasn't much of an investigation. he <laughs> <You> gotta <laughs> no, no, find no, the no, shingles. No, no. no. <laughs> no, no anyway, you know I anyway. Mean? Long story short. Long story short, that they set up these traps. Within a week, I got not one, I got two. I got the mother, I got the father, and I call up. I I I call up. I go. I got. You know they go because they say you got to check you got to check the traps every day because you know it's you can't leave them in there it's inhumane yeah Yeah. so I'm checking the traps every day is it really (laughs) (laughs) hey that's up for debate I'm just going by the law they they they, they, so I was doing what they told me but yes you're you're not wrong they've been terrorizing me for years so I I I said I got I got one they go look at the other one and I go no there's nothing in the other one. So they come and get the one, and the next day the other one gets they get another raccoon, the female and the male. And I go, I go, we got him, we got another one, we got another. One! I go, this is the greatest day of my life. I go, by the way, what? I go, I go, what do you do? Like, do you set them off in the wild, or like, do you take them somewhere? They go, no, nah. no, we bring them to rooster's house. They go, no, <laughs> we don't do that. I go, what I do you do? Own. They go, well, we've got a CO two. Chamber, chamber. CO <laughs> two. They're out in about thirty seconds, and that's a bad thing. Car- then we, a then carbon we, dioxide right, chamber, right? Wow. <laughs> then wow. then we gas them, and they, we we wrap it up. I go, okay, All right, <laughs> we wrap it goes, up. that's oh, it. Wow. I said, okay, and that was that was it. So, like, you know, it was like so, uh, three hundred seventy five bucks, and you're, what done, about with the, what you're about, done with it. What about the babies? Uh, I don't know about the babies. They're withering. Are they gone? They're
5: withering somewhere. Yeah, in a couple I of years, know. they're going to be living in the soffit. Yeah, they're yeah. going to come back for well, revenge. If, you know what? If, <laughs>
7: if, there's, Huba, if you have two, there's got to be more. I would think. Hey, bro. Uh oh. Yeah. Listen, there's, I mean, have
6: so there's many a trees. vendetta. There's a vendetta Look, brewing. Um, I, I have Serve Pro coming because they were up in that soffit. So I called Serve Pro and I said, yeah, you know they're gonna come over. They're gonna look in the up, if there's yeah. any 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 weird stuff up there, excrement. Serve Pro will excrement or whatever. These scumbags. Do to your property these terrorists they're just living they're fucking they're the anim- they're, they're ISIS they're, of the animal king yeah, they're trying to live <laughs> <laughs> fucking assholes uh, and so so uh anyway <laughs> i just
0: i'm ISIS. i'm just happy that you found a problem and solved it uh, i
6: found the problem and i solved it you got that, great joy out of it yeah, yeah well wait, i mean wait, i got a question yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah were you
7: were you tempted to take your shotgun into the garage
6: no I would never destroy a firearm
0: with, the, with it within. Can't do that with the wife and the kids.
6: Well, I would never do it in. No, I mean, no. Right. if I was in the country, if I lived in. Well, look, hey, I'll be honest. PA. If I lived, in, well, no, if I had a 20 acres of property or something like that, I would have just, hell yeah. If I saw one, I would just, I would take just clip that it thing off. out in three yeah. seconds, put on a pair of work gloves, throw it in a plastic bag, and get rid of it. <laughs>
2: Pull the next time, just call a rooster. Yeah. But I mean, you can do that
6: if you're living on, on 30, 20, 30 of acres of property. That's no problem. Uh, but no, I, you can't do that. You're gonna, you'll you you'll wind up in the fucking newspaper, for Christ's <laughs> so sake. You can, you you can, you can, shoot, you you can discharge a, a firearm in New Jersey. You're, you're
5: you could, It's against the law. I'll just say this is music to my ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm they're thrilled for Pruba. Well, well, well the I'd worst. like
6: I'd I'd actually like to hear Senator's story when he was up in Boston Oh yeah, school. we know this story. There, I he's when
5: he says they're terrorists, this is 100% accurate. I hate raccoons. If they could peacefully coexist without destroying stuff, I'd have no problem with them. When I was in college, I lived in a fraternity house and As you'd imagine, a fraternity amasses a lot of garbage every week. And we a lot of aluminum garbage. That's correct. (laughs) That's correct. That's exactly and glass. (laughs) But a lot of you know, pizza, all this shit. There's so much food, random stuff in the trash. And this family of raccoons decided that they would just tear apart all the trash we had, spill it all over the street. And I wouldn't have a problem with that. For the simple fact that in Boston, if an animal pushes your trash all over the street, you get a fine. We amassed thousands of dollars in fines, basically. And we said, okay, we have a problem. We have to do something about this. Now, one of the guys leaving my house, guy from Indiana, very proud gun owner. He's like, I have a solution to this problem. (laughs) I'm like, you cannot discharge a firearm in Boston. You'll be in jail. Talk about some fines. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you'll be in jail. So that was ruled out. So we're thinking, what can we possibly do to deter these raccoons? So he says, all right, the next best option we have, we got to get some BB guns. We can legally discharge a BB gun. So we get BB guns. And I kid you not,
6: I'm staring the light. You can't kill a raccoon with a BB gun. Not
5: not Mm. kill. But deter enough, we would hope that it would maim them or cause some pain that they would not, it wouldn't be worth their trouble. (laughs) They'd go to the old lady next door. She's not going to shoot them and they could eat
6: her. Very hypothetical. They're, they're stubborn beasts.
5: (laughs) They are. So I'll never forget. We go outside. I'm like, all right, this better work. I'm staring the big giant, like Papa raccoon square in the face. And I'm shooting this thing right in his face. And he is just. Eating these fucking BB bullets like nothing, like cereal for breakfast, could care less. Just staring right back at me each time, kind of shaking his head and just those beady eyes. That's right. And I'm like, we're fucked.
6: There, there's no way to get rid of these things. That's right. It's like, what was the professional wrestler's name who used to eat the turnbuckle? <laughs> what, what was his name? Remember that guy?
4: Oh, uh, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, what the hell
6: was his name? Yeah, that's like that. He would just shake it off. Mankind.
4: No, he was he was bald. He was like he's hairy back. Yeah, Harry I Bay, love that guy. That
6: guy. That's it. He would just shake it off. George the, the animal steal. George the animal steal. That's, who that's it what it is. They, George the animal steal. That's what these raccoons are like. They, they just are. eat the turnbuckle. They, they are. don't care. So <laughs> the, the best thing
5: ends up happening. We get a ton of rain, <laughs> and rain starts to fill up these trash cans. Mm and we're like oh we should dump out the rain we got to fill it up it. no 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 put the let's raccoon in the trash can let's just leave that there and see what happens cuz they're just terrorizing these trash bins so these these animals they think they're smart but they're not they try to go in the trash with all this rainwater they cannot swim and so we come out one morning and they've all drowned in the trash cans the trash we're like cans. this is amazing we had to do no- everything we tried to do to get rid of them failed Mother nature took its course, rain fills that, they're all dead. Yes. And I, so, have, yes, I have a
3: similar story, but with brilliant. my with New York City mice. When I lived in New York City, my first apartment living in New York City, Ooh. I had an excessive amount of mice, and we had them fall into cups in the sink and they fucking drowned.
6: That's
5: perfect.
3: Consecutive
6: nights. That's <laughs> perfect. It's that's perfect. So this 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 so I ran I, I ran this 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 concept, this tactic by by julia i said well senator had this experience with this garbage cans in, <laughs> up in boston why don't we just fill one of the garbage cans up by the windowsill put a can of tuna in there you know open it up throw it in i'll fill it up halfway with water and then the raccoon will just come out of the windowsill, and And fall into the fall into the garbage <laughs> cage. you can't do that <laughs> what are you a lunatic? what are you gonna do? I said, listen okay. desperate times I Call said for okay, desperate measure I'll do it. I'll do it this way this other way. I don't see the difference, but this clearly worked the professional trapping, so I would recommend uh, well, horizon I'll, pest control
5: i'll also say raccoons <laughs> no. can also be useful for other purposes so <laughs> no, the Jesus. way my story concludes Yo, <laughs> no. we have these dead raccoons in these trash bins oh that's, now, this, this, that's, this, this, is, this gets better this I is guess. traumatic I this is a little traumatic no no i i think there are listeners that will appreciate this <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and so we needed to dispose of them and so when you're in a fraternity as anybody knows there are people that are meant for this job. They're called pledges.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we
5: told them, you have to dispose of these dead raccoons. And when you, well, they're like, where do we put them? Where, where, do you, where do you put dead raccoons? And we said, that's for you to figure out. And so at the time I was in college, there happened to be these protests in the yard that most of us had to go to class in and it was so bad they locked down the yard you had to show an ID every time to come in it was a massive you in- you'd be in a line basically just to walk into is the this yard like of the, the university Wall Street, that- or
6: what is this? it was the- all
5: kinds of stuff but these are crazy people that are protesting stupid shit okay and of course the university being so soft they're like well we don't know how to get these people out of here you know they just won't leave we're telling them to leave so we had an idea They've set up tents, like encampments, basically in the yard. Hold on, were you a pledge at the time? No. Okay. Are you kidding me? He's a brother. So yeah. you did you instruct the pledges? If
2: the um, president.
5: I would never instruct the pledges to do anything they don't want to do. Man. So this is. <laughs> I mean, those on. are you had some brilliant pledges. These there. were these, <laughs> these were these were other brethren that we right. just heard about. That's I right. like it. I these like were it. very <laughs> smart, enterprising individuals who figured out that this can be a solution to another problem, and so they collected the. Uh, raccoon carcasses they brought them into the yard very discreetly and they just happened to dispose of them in some of the tents that had been occupying the yard for months that the university couldn't figure out how to remove and i kid you not fast forward a week later all the tents were gone it was <laughs> unbelievable It's unbelievable raccoons
6: God. serve a purpose <laughs> they yeah. do
4: dead carcasses work
6: Yes, yes, Jesus.
0: Well, the lizards don't play, <laughs> so any raccoons out there listening, yeah, <laughs> stay away from the lizards. You don't want to date with
5: Rooster, that's for sure. Don't no. mess with
6: us. There we go. Yeah, well, Rooster, you had a, no, ra- you had okay. a raccoon, I'm, you strangled uh, one with your bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> they were eating his Costco <laughs> furniture.
7: They did, they they chewed up my brand new Costco wicker furniture. I mean, they, they would, I had a cover on it, and they would like you know, sleep there underneath on, uh, underneath, yeah. or on the cushions. And they chewed up the the backside of that. And I, you know, I came home one day and I was like, Jill was like, I think I hear something on the deck. And I walk out there. I'm like, what should I do? Just gonna, I know there's a raccoon in there. So I'm like, maybe I should take a shovel or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I lifted up the cover and sure enough, the raccoon was right there. And uh, he was, like, pro- probably half asleep. And I went up there, and I sh- I just grabbed... I didn't... Ch- well, I don't know if I choke <laughs> it choked up. it. You choked it. I love how I, he's I, softening now. I grabbed now. it, and I kind of flung it, like, you know, in the backyard. Into, <laughs> into the a lakes. lake. Into, <laughs> yeah. into the lake. Which, like, they, to... they cannot I swim. I don't yeah. know if they made it Can to I just say
6: and... something for the record? Yeah, it was stupid. <laughs> this... <laughs> <laughs> Their claws are... are this deadly, sharp as hell. Deadly. This yeah. is the the fact that you had the, the 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 guts to the courage to grab a raccoon with your bare hands to me <laughs> if, is intriguing I, I i don't i don't know anyone it's, it's more if, than intriguing if, i don't know a professional raccoon handler who would go barehanded it was, pro- bare it, it was no. probably very stupid to do that i yeah, would range. never
7: do that again mm-hmm. but if if an animal is going to destroy anything of mine it's like i just i just lose it you you black out <laughs> i lose it Weirdly, bla- imagine I what just... he would have done if they got in his tower oh, oh. Uh, can you imagine actually on? a raccoon came into our house i heard it ended oh up on the God. bed it dropped yeah. through the ceiling yes it's... i heard about that my, my mother-in-law <laughs> and <laughs> her <laughs> husband was sleeping downstairs <laughs> and this is like five thirty in the morning and my mother-in-law is very sweet she comes up she's like and she doesn't come by me. She goes by she goes by my by my wife, Jill. And she goes, Jill, wake up, wake up. And she's like, What? What's the matter, Mom? She goes, There's a raccoon in our bedroom. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> I'm like, oh my what? God.
7: So we had this deck built. And I guess, you know, where the deck attaches to the house, there was some kind of a small gap. Mm-hmm. So the raccoon got in there, and we have dropped ceiling in the basement. And it went in the drop ceiling, and that's really light, and it fell right next to their bed. Oh, this is amazing. Oh now the raccoon is in the lower level of the house. So I get up, with Jill your in-laws? gets up, mm-hmm. and the in laws. <laughs> and Jill's like, "We gotta call the ASPCA. We gotta call the cops." I'm like, "Honey, they're not gonna do anything." So we tried. She she did. She made she made the calls, and they're like, "Cops are like, you know, call somebody else. We don't we don't do this stuff." So you know what I did? The cops.
6: The What's cops this? aren't coming to take a <laughs> raccoon out.
7: We were panicking. There's a raccoon in the house. You just calling any anybody, and you know. So I took a can of tuna, made a hole in it, put it put a string to it, <laughs> and that's how I got it out. Nice, that's very smart. Just dragged, it out. Smart. Just dragged yeah. it out. Dragged, mm. dragged the can of tuna because the smell of tuna is pretty intense, and they love tuna. Yeah. And I dragged it out, and we have like a sliding glass door that goes out on the deck. Smart. And mm. got it out.
6: They yeah. just want to We eat. have... That's so you didn't strangle it. Yeah, Not that time. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, was a, that was an advanced skill. That, that was he, in the
7: house. He yeah.
3: had to acquire that skin. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
7: Wow. But they didn't destroy anything at that time. I mean, this was later on when they chewed up my furniture.
2: Costco furniture. Costco furniture. Oh, yeah. So You can crucial. take my in-law, but not the yeah. furniture. <laughs> <laughs>
7: No, I mean, you know, I mean, think about it. You, you're well sleeping, put, pagoda. You're sleeping, and a raccoon drops. Oh, from, that's oh scary. my god, that's, that's scary. terrifying. That's so scary. when I mean, you grabbed,
6: it. when you grabbed the wreck, did it react, or did it? Did it? Was it? Did it, it make it a squeal? This was. Well, did like, it? Did it? Did it? Like, did I it? had just on. up on you and like try and bite mm-hmm. you. I think mm-hmm.
7: it didn't know it was. It, I think he was shocked, and I was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it was so quick. I just grabbed it and flung it. Because they're so
5: vicious, it's crazy. I remember the the story I was telling. We could see from the window this family of raccoons fighting each other for the trash. And I guess their claws are so sharp, you'd see them bleed. Like, they're scratching each other and bleeding out while they're fighting for it. They're vicious animals. They They go into
7: your trash can and they destroy it. I mean, they go in it. They're like, they close the lid. So we keep our trash cans, like, in the garage just so that they won't get in. Oh, I got
5: these, like... Bear proof things on my trash cans now and on my like cameras in the back of the house. I can watch now the raccoon. They're actually not that dumb. They're somewhat smart because the first time I put them up, I'd watch the raccoon get up, take its little claws and hands and try to get in there and realize, shit, I can't do it. And so after a few days of this, they just don't come back anymore. Yeah, Mm -hmm. We we were were on
7: our, you remember that time you guys were over. We were sitting on the deck. Bam was there. You were there. the raccoon was coming up the stairs.
4: That was one of my most terrifying (laughs) evenings. Bam jumped like I have never seen him before. Uh, He was sneaking up on me (laughs) behind my (laughs) fucking chair. They're fearless,
7: fearless.
4: (laughs) I jumped three feet in the air. It was horrifying.
7: Uh, And he kept coming back. He loved you guys, you. Yeah, he, he would leave and come back and leave and come back. We were smoking the placencia, I think that, or the <laughs> yeah, ALR. That, that, the uh, octagon. Yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: That? You guys have painted so many pictures tonight about this ra- these raccoon nightmares. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna like. I'm I'm terrified of raccoons yeah. now.
4: They're resilient. Yeah, you oh, should yeah. be. Yeah. Unbelievable.
0: Barehanded. Check <laughs> check all your drop ceilings. I'm going 22. to. I have to. All right, boys, we're about halfway through here on the Ellucian, Holy Lance, and Maduro. Yep. I'm really enjoying it.
4: Yeah. You know, for the listener, if you're out pursuing a rich experience, this pairing is really quite rich. The Holy Lance, Maduro, Lagavulin 16. It's really a full experience. Very full-flavored all around.
5: Yeah, I think the thing I'm most impressed with is just... How much flavor this is putting out it's very smooth the delivery. It is yeah, I haven't yeah. gotten any harshness or right. any kind of nicotine aggression it, it's it's balanced for how full flavored this is. And right. what's
0: surprising me is after you push the draw out of your mouth, the the, the the it lingers. It lingers but not in an unpleasant way where where you have some strong Maduro Nicaraguan cigars sometimes it lingers in a bad way. Yeah. But it's it's really, really nice and smooth, and the mouth feels really it's good. It's
2: strange because the finish for me is dessert-like. Yeah. It's unusual. You know, I was wondering, what what, what does the cigar remind me of? And I was trying to figure out uh, which are the other cigars we've smoked smoking with uh, the San Andreas wrapper, mm. and it's El Senador. Oh, by E.P. Carrillo.
4: Yeah, maybe it's, yeah. yeah. This finish on this, the like I like better. I like the finish on this better on that. Really? Honestly, yeah,
0: yeah. So we recently did the Cal Isla uh, Scotch, which was peaty and is a sister uh, distiller to the Lagavulin 16. How would you guys compare the experience tonight of the Lagavulin with the Cal Isla we did Hmm. a couple weeks ago?
3: I I, I think everything about Lagavulin relative to Cal Isla is just richer. So the peatiness is stronger, but the smoothness is stronger as well so there's everything is plused again you know there's 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 a little more amplification and um it's when i think um pd islay scotch this is this is the one yeah um it's got a lot of flavor that has that packs a punch yeah but that smoothness rounds it out and it it, again it coats your 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 palate absolutely and um that smoothness that comes from that Kind of viscosity it really because there's a lot of particulates in this this scotch it's it's got a it's got a shorter um distill distillation process the the pots are are, are shorter so you get a lot more of that of that flavor profile from the casks and it just it, the strength of this cigar paired with this is uh, to, to echo bam's point it really it really holds it, up
4: it works together nicely
5: also bam you've got to try the scotch with some ice
4: Yeah, so I'm having it neat. This is the first time I'm having it. it. Honestly, I'm going to stay with... uh, Normally, I would take the ice, but I'm... You have to try
2: it. It is so much better. No, no. I'm sure.
5: I I think this is an important point. I want to say this because for whatever reason, I'm really, really hesitant with any scotch or spirit that's just been aged for a lengthy period of time. Like This is 16 years scotch. I usually don't like to put ice. I feel like at that point... It 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 should be smooth enough that it's probably best enjoyed neat. So honestly, I've consumed a lot of Lagavulin over the years. This is the first time I have put ice in it, and really the only reason I did that, I think, when we did the Cow Isla episode, Grinder was talking about how he normally drinks this with ice, um, and I was surprised to hear that, and so I wanted to give it a try. It really opens. It opens up it up, yeah. yeah, and
4: it probably gets creamier, right? It Does it cre- yeah. Makes sense. And, and sweeter, and, yeah. Of and course, smoother, of uh, course, yeah.
3: Potatoes. One of the things I love about the Scotch, though, is that the finish is so darn long. Yeah, and it's spicy. It's got that spicy tingle, and with this, with this wrapper and mm-hmm. this cigar, it just it kind of like it 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 retains the flavor of the of the of the cigar with that peatiness and it just it it's so they leveled go, out they go together great yeah,
2: yeah.
4: absolutely
0: so what's interesting is that when we did Lagavulin 16 the first time on mm-hmm. the pod we didn't rate it like I said with the Ramon Iona specially selected out of Cuba
4: it also paired very very well with that cigar if you if you go back to that recording I raved about that pairing yeah you the still Ras, do I do yeah. that was one of my but favorite that's so pairings. amazing to me because it just th- worked so great that
3: cigar is so it's so it's like different. It's the opposite of this. Yes.
4: I don't know. It, it, you know, that, it, that cigar is interesting because there's savory and a little bit of sweet notes in it, and it just worked great with this particular spirit.
0: Clearly, the scotch is versatile. You oh, know, yeah. despite its peatiness, despite its strength, you know, I, I, it's working really, really I, I well. Mean,
3: I mean, I've been drinking this since I started drinking scotch, and it's always. It's always it always has a place in any rotation for me.
4: Yeah, it is specific to a taste though. If you, have, it's an. I'm not going to say it's an acquired taste, but I'm going to guess a lot of people won't go to this because of the strength and of that of that note that it has that that peatiness.
3: I I think you're right. I think it is an acquired taste. Yeah, a little because, bit because because when I first started drinking it, I was not something that I was attuned to. But when you when you do. When you do add some ice to it, dude, with you, the ice, Oh, I mean, yeah, when it's you, a different experience. It is when you really. round it out, it, it, you can, you can, it's more
2: acquirable. <laughs> yeah, no, no, definitely. <laughs> yeah, like, like I think with a chip or two of ice, it just changes. The How whole.
4: much is that for bottle? For? Do we know? Oh, 90 I, well, ninety dollars. Yeah, I mean, really? what,
3: so what, back in the day when I first started drinking this, it was
5: like seventy-five mm. in Midtown. Even uh, when and, I was in DC in surgery you can get it for six low sixties. That's a great deal. Recently, no, no, years ago, years ago, like yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I got this bottle for a hundred something. My goodness, wow!
4: Just hundred and change. Well, it's aged sixteen years. Yeah, I mean,
5: which actually, when you think about it, that obviously sounds high, but you look at Macallan fifteen. Yeah, that's a hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, we,
4: we don't like that
5: though. Not like the I twelve. Don't. No, I don't, Neither do I.
0: And the price delta doesn't align with the improvement of taste between the Macau and 12 and 15.
5: The other thing, I've said this before, what I really love about Lagavulin 16, and this is always in my bar, is those moments where you want a cigar, Yes, you're having dinner with the family, and there is no window for you to escape to have a cigar. And you just (laughs) want that smoky flavor. And you can't make a paper plane. Exactly. I just, you, you just pull Lagaville in 16, and I feel like you're getting the best of both worlds. Like That's You're getting true. the scotch that you want, but you're also getting that smoke and peat yeah. that is just a little reminiscent of smoking a cigar. So those are the moments I really reach for it, especially. What's,
4: what's interesting about this, you can't gulp it down. You have to really take it in moderation, very small sips, and really enjoy it.
5: I don't. I don't
3: think I've ever gulped this scotch. <laughs> oh, I have. <laughs> well, clearly, you haven't had a shower
5: of scotch. Then no.
0: <laughs> so we talked about Drew Estate a few times tonight. We kind of mentioned uh, the Liga Prado line, you know, in alliance or similar flavor to this, kind of reminding us of that. Did you guys see that Drew Estate announced uh, a cigar with uh, James Hetfield from Metallica? Yes, the Blackened series. Yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, during the cigar boom there were a lot of celebrity cigars that came out that was you know there were a lot a lot of celebrities releasing cigars and most of them failed they were awful I think, right i i don't know if there's really any lingering uh successful celebrity cigar uh that's come out i think ed reed uh, the football player mm-hmm. hall of fame safety is doing a cigar with Placencia, but um it, it was interesting. First off, I didn't know that James Hetfield
4: from Metallica was was a cigar guy. Neither did I until I saw the marketing. Yeah,
6: yeah, he's um, cool. he's 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 such a legend. Um, he's totally sober. Yep. Um, he doesn't drink. Um, I think his story is how he came out of that. And he, he's been sober for like twenty years.
0: So he had yeah, so he he sobered up around uh, some kind of monster, I think it was in oh four, and then he had a bit of an issue a couple of years ago during COVID. Uh that he went back and, and kind of rediscovered sobriety and now he mm. you know, now he's fully back on the wagon. But um, you know, to your point, I mean Metallica they're they're just killing it right now.
4: Yeah, of course. I and mean, these
0: guys are I think in their early sixties. Yeah. They just scheduled a two-year world tour. <laughs> they just put out a record. I don't know if you guys like Metallica. I love to Metallica. To, I like their, their new older, record,
4: but their new record is very good. I'm into their all their older albums, all of them. The recent stuff, not so
6: much. Le- legend, legendary group. Um, Absolutely le- love them. Speaking of music, too, and and just uh, I'd also recommend. I'd highly recommend if you're into culture, um, just music. There's a documentary on, on Showtime on, on Cypress Hill, mm-hmm. which I which is absolutely fascinating. Mm. Um uh, so check that out. I, I, for the listener, I I watched it just the other day. It's a relatively I, I think it's relatively new. Um very, very, very fascinating. Mm. That's cool. How long I mean Yeah, the, they've been around well, forever. Well, they've been around forever and also they're like a group, like Metallica. They they broke boundaries, uh, very good. And 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 the the article in CA on, with James Hatfield is is a great
0: yeah. So he was the cover story, I think. Uh, it's most, a great recent, story. most recent most uh, recent issue or prior, yeah. but it was a great great conversation with him. Like yeah. I said, I didn't know he was a cigar guy. Yeah. And Drew Estate put out this line of yeah. blackened cigars. Yeah, um, I haven't tried one, but I know some listeners that have. That uh, that have asked us to review it, so maybe we'll do that at some point in the future. Look, yeah.
5: at this point, Pravada's trying
0: everything. Yeah.
5: Did you see they just put out the other day? I think one of the guys at our cigar lounge sent this around a cigar called Bucket of Chicken.
0: No, that's Pravada.
5: <laughs> oh, I see. okay.
0: That's, that's good. okay. I was getting there too.
5: <laughs> oh, Bucket of Chicken.
0: So Pravada Cigar <laughs> Club,
6: Gosh. which what is that? So we've I don't discussed a we, chicken? What are you? Yeah, talking? I don't want we've that. We've discussed of so the, name really the thing. cigar. It's so a Pravada Cigar Club. It's a thing.
0: Pravada Cigar Club is a is a club that is it's it's interesting because it's direct to consumer, but they also bring retailers into this club. So it's kind of twofold. It's not just direct, it's also B2B. Um, but they're the ones we've talked about when we were talking about legislation with kids and everything. They're the ones that did the Cookie Monster cigar. And their most recent one are cigars that come in a bucket. That looks like a bucket of chicken from Popeyes. So you get a you get these cigars in a in a in a bucket a, a bucket of chicken. Yeah, it literally
5: looks like a Popeyes bucket of chicken. Yeah, great.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's
5: ridiculous. It's, it's <laughs> great. I mean, great. To me, I it's mean. it's frustrating
0: to me because I think it uh, to me I I don't know I don't like it because I think it undo it undo it. it it, it it's an undoing of the story that this is not marketed towards. Yeah, it completely
5: undermines that. Yeah, is it a porcelain like bucket? Whole, no, it's a paper no, like a cardboard paper, bucket. It's like if the whole thing, like you know, where where the cigar industry is correct when it's fighting ridiculous legislation, is in saying like no kid is pursuing a padrone any any legitimate cigar. No, no kid is going to enjoy the taste. There's nothing that's appealing about it. But when you start marketing a cigar as a cookie, yeah, there it is. It's literally a Popeye's bucket of chicken, like a paper bucket. But when you start marketing cigars, it's like like a bucket of chicken. Try it when you have some chicken. Or it's a Cookie Monster cigar. It's gonna taste like Oreo. Like This completely undermines what this is about. Mm. And the cigar industry's ability to effectively advocate for itself when it is saying legitimately, this is not a product in any way, shape, or form designed to appeal to anyone but a grown adult who likes the complex flavors of these cigars that's not appealing to a kid. So I hate when I see stuff like this. And
0: and for me, it's like this lifestyle, this hobby, what we do is about the time spent by yourself or with others, as we talked about a thousand times. You know, we've joked about cigars that they're covered, the wrapper is completely covered in bands and labeling and marketing and to put a cigar line out in a bucket of chicken, to me, diminishes not just the cigar that you're putting in that bucket of chicken, but the entire, like,
6: this is not why we do this. You're it's right. not a marketing exercise. It's true, but it's also, a, look, yes, um, I guess to play devil's advocate, it's a commercial um, industry. The, the, uh, it, who put this out? Was it? Pravada, Pravada, cigar so Pravada. So, They obviously have some data or something that this appeals to a certain group of people. It's a, they're a commercial operation. And if they can make money doing it, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just, or you know, arguing what Senator's saying or what you're saying, but it's like anything else, man. Like if there's a market to be actualized, i just think that it, people are gonna people are I think gonna say i think it's
0: destructive is my point mm. i think it undermines yeah i think, undermines I, I don't what,
6: disagree with you i'm just
0: saying like it undermines this the is hobby a, it undermines the lifestyle and it undermines the effort at legislative level levels mm-hmm. where true we are trying to show that this is not like flavored tobacco in a in a, in a grocery store this is not like vape but, but it's like America. That... This is America.
3: Yeah. And there's like all different people. There's a market but for everything. But th- market for everything. This is an opportunity. Th- you look at different industries. You look at the industries that are most successful in the consumer space or even any space. You look at like financial services. You look at food. They have institutionalized standards and institutionalized the control of the narrative. And they say, okay, we're a, we're a caucus within this industry and we're going to fund the FDA We're the meat industry, for example, we're going to fund the FDA and we're going to support legislation and have a strong lobby for this particular, this particular agenda.
5: But in the cigar industry, which is more broadly the tobacco industry, like where they have been clever... Um, is they have said like we are willing to actually increase the smoking age from 18 to 21 voluntarily to really demonstrate like when we say this is not meant for kids even though an 18 year old is an adult we're fine saying 21 like whatever it takes to make clear that this is not at all designed for anyone but grown adults they're willing to do and like those are efforts that have been met in good faith by legislators and seeing like, okay, they're really serious when they say this. Like they don't even want to market to an 18-year-old, let alone a 14-year-old. But but how does a popcorn yeah, chicken the, bucket
3: get by get through the seams? But there because, is, there because because,
0: because Pravada Cigar Club is outside of that that group, which you know is including Rocky Patel, Padron, Davidoff, uh, Fuente. Because it's a club. It's a yeah, it's okay. it's a it's a club of these these high level premium hand rolled cigar manufacturers. That are lobbying or working mm. to defeat these legislative efforts alongside PCA and some of these other things. And then you have an outlier releasing Cookie Monster cigars and Elmo cigars <sighs> and cigars coming in chicken buckets. And to me, it's it, it's destructive. Oh, absolutely. That's the point. Absolutely. You know, I, I understand the marketing argument, but ultimately, you know, the short-term gain of 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 selling some more cigars in a chicken bucket bucket is 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 Outweighed by the Out,
5: long-term the threat. The
0: long-term threat of someone walking into Congress during a hearing and putting a chicken bucket down and saying, cigars were sold in this. Right. That's a problem. Right, me. absolutely. Yeah. And I don't subscribe to that, and and it it frustrates me when I see it online, people celebrating this and putting the hashtags up. It, it really frustrates me the way that mm. this club mm. focuses itself on packaging and trying to be um, left of center as opposed to celebrating what this hobby is really about, which is exactly what we're doing now. Mm.
6: Yeah, I mean, um, and, and the Fuentes, the
5: Carlito Fuentes of the world, and others like vehemently oppose stuff like this. Of course, I mean, they do. Post stuff on social media saying this is the antithesis of what this industry is about and what we should be doing. Mm. And um, I mean, to Grinder's point, it's like you know, if the industry. Doesn't collectively self-regulate. self-regulate like that's right. when they're going to have real problems. This
0: outlier is doing things outside the guidelines. That I mean, listen, the Fuentes, the Padrones, the Rocky Patels, the Davidoffs, they are trying to align themselves together. They meet all the time right. to set up packaging standards, manufacturing standards, quality of life for the people who are actually making the cigars. Uh, econ- you know, economic, uh, um, uh, environmental. They're, they're really trying to set standards. And then you have people putting cigars out in and chicken, and chicken buckets. buckets yeah. And that's where it's like, that's a problem. Because I guess they can get away
7: that's with it because it's a club.
5: Yeah, exactly. But I think that... And they can get away with it in the short term. But the problem becomes, like, all it would take is some member of Congress that's who wants right. to regulate the hell out of this industry and literally wipe it out is to hold up a nice little poster board of cigars Elmo. and chicken buckets, Elmo and kind all the other kind of hearing. Say you're sitting here testifying, yeah. saying that they don't. You don't market to children. Do you think that children aren't interested in fried chicken and Oreos and cookie? Like, of course they of course are. They are. Why would you market this way? That's a
7: problem.
6: It's, it's ridiculous. Right. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Yeah. Not great.
7: So, don't buy cigars in a chicken bucket. Please don't. No, no, no. <laughs> Please no. don't. We are vehemently what? against that. Yeah. It, I mean, it's,
3: how good are those cigars?
7: <laughs> but that's
2: the
4: point. They're factory yeah. seconds. That's in the a cigar point. Bucket. It's focus on, you Machine know, made. focus on the quality. <laughs>
7: wrappers. No, oh, I doubt Un- it. Unused. Oh, oh, oh,
4: no. They're made in Patterson, New Jersey.
0: <laughs> All right, boys. So, we're coming into the last third here of the Illusion Holy Lance. Mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed this cigar so far.
3: Yeah. I, I, uh it's surprised i'm surprised actually how good it is i i think uh for me it came off as a little strong and i kind of lost a little bit of interest in it hmm. um and the flavors were great but it's just it's a little too much for me right now yeah it's it's a, certain- a
7: bit it's a bit one-dimensional too that's that's really, I it hasn't that. evolved. Hasn't it definitely has really changed. Hasn't. No, it's, much. it's
4: consistent. And there's a merit to that. Yeah.
5: Well, there's always a merit to consider. Well, sure. For me, sorry, I should say, for me, I love a cigar that's consistent. Of Even if all the way through, I'm and if I like the flavor notes, I'm all in. Yeah. But the problem for me is like, it, it's not complex at all. And so, this like very monotone, kind of mm-hmm. one note flavor is all I'm getting all the way through. Um, and I've actually started to get some tar as I've gotten down to this. That's why I have put this down for Are you bit. serious? Really? Yeah, yeah, I'm serious.
4: Honestly, I haven't had any of that. You know, I get dessert on the finish, and I, I'm retrohaling this at every draw. Really? Yeah. I retrohaled, and I got crushed. Every, no, every draw. For me, it's fine. Um, I'm surprised, actually, how smooth it's performing. For a full-flavored cigar, with a dessert note on the finish, that's unusual.
5: And even for what me. I'm saying, I want to be clear, I actually enjoyed a good portion of this cigar, sure. and I will probably still give this a, a good rating. Yeah. It's just the things that will knock some points off for me are what I'm describing.
4: There are guys and gals that would go for something like this out there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, I, yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 I was going to say, there's the target yeah. customer. Absolutely. Pagoda. What are you thinking of it?
2: I've been enjoying it, but, you know, it's... Uh, I don't know whether this is a cigar I'll go and purchase. Uh, I'd rather just have a Liga 9. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, meaning overall no real complaints. Yeah. It's like an easy smoke. Um and I leave it at that.
0: To me where this would slot in is where I would put an Exclusivo or if I had a little more time a Diplomatico or a Padron 90th or even the Davidoff Millennium Lancero we did. You know, uh, this is slotting in at places where it's not going to it's not going to work its way in. No.
4: Anywhere, it's true, but it's not offensive.
0: It's not I offensive.
4: I can't say it's
3: offensive. No, I can't say I'd ever get the cigar again. I'll yeah. be honest, yeah, uh, just because of my the the way I smoke my cigars and the the flavor profiles. It started off with a lot of good, you know. Well, you're you're
4: a, a light bodied guy.
3: Yeah, so it just it just wasn't it just wasn't fitting. It it is not fitting my my preference. Rooster, what do you think?
7: Yeah, I mean it's it's it did start off pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm not enjoying the last, uh, the second half of the cigar. What about it? I'm it's not enjoying it either. I think it's, it has kind of built up on strength and like Senator said about the mm-hmm. about the tar. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting, really? I'm getting more of that nicotine mm. like right now that yeah. I wasn't quite getting before. I do you see.
0: think that's a construction issue? I don't,
5: I, I mean, don't for me, so. I do. Like when I get tart, like when I say tart, literally if I were to, touch my finger as i did and i had to wipe it like literally there's tar on the end yeah. of the cigar yeah. that obviously means like the construction was mm-hmm. too tight somewhere along the way and and that's what's were causing pulling that it. Yeah. yeah well what
3: about the nicotine i don't think the nicotine is a
5: is i is didn't get that i didn't get getting any aggressive i got
3: it i got a i got, got nicotine i'll be honest i got nicotine in the beginning did mm. you wow yeah mm-hmm. i got i felt a little lightheaded for sensitive for sensitive palate maybe well maybe <laughs> yeah, i don't I know i that uh, or refined, Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. But but for I I I think I was turned off a little bit by that, and then the monolithic nature of it, because because I didn't I didn't it didn't didn't change. Uh, and then by the time you guys are probably experiencing the second half that is less desirous, I was probably kind of puckering out.
0: So I wanted to share one more thing before we do the ratings. Another revelation for me when I smoke cigars. I think I texted you guys about this. For some reason, in the last two weeks, I have discovered the John Wick movies. Oh yes, you with have. Keanu Reeves. Sure, I have yet I, to see them. Let me tell you something. Yeah. I'm on. I'm on the third now. I've seen one and two, and I'm in the third. These movies are so good.
4: <laughs> like, are they so bad that they're good? No, it, no,
0: <laughs> no. They are. It's it's just it's 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 mindless entertainment, but it's not. Like bad, mindless. It's almost like the Jason Bourne movies or something. Where I I have really been enjoying these films. Pagoda's teeing full, up. Go ahead. No,
4: Poo teeing up. Go ahead.
6: I mean, I love the John Wick. They're so good. They're so well Reeves. done. I, I it's watched, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I, they're they're super entertaining. If if you if you like action movies, um, full of action. If mm. you like action movies, they're great. Um, and there's a great. Um, kind of like through line to um you know to the series um there's not a ton of dialogue but they have a but the story um they somehow are able to pull off um a narrative like a through line yes. that 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 keeps that keeps the audience engaged um like there's a plot you know that that's that's pretty cool and, and I it, like the
0: mysterious underworld thing, kind of
6: like this cigar. Like, yeah. it's all about the
0: secrets and the, a, these, these like codes and all these things. It's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's really, it very much aligns with this Ellucian brand, by right. the way. Yeah, I yeah. Like yo, really, I'm going to tie that, it in, baby. Yeah, <laughs> it's very,
6: very it's, it's super cool. And, and, and it's, that's why it's so successful. Um, I, I, I think I mentioned this in the text. Like, Keanu Reeves, I mean, what he does in these movies physically is pretty amazing does he do another his own stunts yeah he really. does he does oh, wow. yeah. he does all his own stunts and he um whether it's your bag or not or whether it's your thing or not he also does, i mean the, the the marksmanship how he handles firearms the martial arts <laughs> it's he does it all it's, it's really pretty, good it's pretty impressive i mean i think i sent in the group chat i didn't get very many likes but whatever <laughs> uh, i think i sent in the group checks but, him but and Hallie. Who's counting him memo. And, <laughs> I, I don't know that's him, a memo him, by the way him, him and, and Hallie Barry going through oh boy. going through well going through like a, a, a qcb uh course a closed quarter combat course with shooting steel with like nine millimeter and and shooting like 226 and and or 223 and 5.56, five, like shooting and shooting shotgun slugs. I don't know what language like, you're speaking. I don't know yeah, what, I I mean don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. They're shooting, all I heard they're was shooting. Halle Berry. Well, yeah, <laughs> okay. they're, shoot- they're Both of them are That's going through on a timer. Basically, sh- like going through and in, 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 in running through these tactical drills. And you can see how, you know, how skillful they are with, you know, reloading, sh- getting, getting shots on target. Like, it's a lot of work. Like They're like, yeah. it's a lot of work to do what they're doing, and it's kind of interesting. I mean, if that's your thing. They're, they're paid well for it. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope
0: it's a lot of work. The films are really, really good, mm. yeah, and they're really well done. And when I'm sitting there with a cigar and a scotch, and I just want something mindless on the TV that's yeah. entertaining. I don't have to sit there and think about it and analyze. He made a movie called Constantine that I kinda yes, like.
3: That's a good movie. I, I kinda like that movie. I love that movie. Yeah. yeah. I have well, it. It's 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 really
4: Rachel Weiss is in it, so that, oh. that matters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
7: Wait, there is a new John Wick in the movie theater. Yeah, John right Wick now. four in the movie so, theater. And now. another good movie that's Grindr, in the movie my theaters man. right now. It's <laughs> called The Covenant.
0: Very good. Okay. I I, I have Great movie.
4: An odd crush on Rachel. Weisz. Oh, so the dude, I'm right there with you. Like, who? I don't know Rachel what it is Aww. about her. I don't know who she is? Yeah, I don't you oh.
7: she would like, know who she is. She's not like hot, hot.
4: She's but my she's my cup of tea.
7: Senator is on
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Senator's googling furiously. I don't know. His fingers are going. I think no. he's on YouTube. You know who Rachel Weiss is married to, by the way? Yeah. James, James Bond. Bond. Daniel Craig. James right. Bond. Oh, yeah.
3: Who's a dweeb well, in my opinion, be but that's okay. He's a dweeb. <laughs> he's a, a fucking stud.
4: Yeah. <laughs> All right, Senator. You know, that's an awful that's photograph. That's a terrible photo. That's Come the on. the first one that came no. up. through Wikipedia. Page.
0: No
3: good. No good.
4: Well, you know what? She's great, oh. and the movie. Listen, the movies are great. Can we go back to? Halle
3: Berry? I love, I love, I love all the <laughs> everything about like the bi- the biblical allegories and everything about it. It's mm-hmm. So it's so awesome.
4: The dogs
6: in the movie. I know the dogs. The dogs, the <laughs> the dogs. dogs are. I have the, a soft um...
0: spot in my heart for dogs, as you know. And a lot of the, uh, the a lot of the plot is is based around his his dogs, mm. and I have a soft spot in my heart for that.
2: I could know. I could see you do the same. Yeah, absolutely
0: all right boys um we've had a great pairing tonight i think are yes. you guys ready to do the formal liquor rating on the lagavulin 16 sure mm-hmm. all right bam bam you're up
4: i'm gonna go with an eight on this rich full-bodied spirit delicious now i had it neat I, again the first sip was brutal four <laughs> it was i admit that but four five six sips in and it grew on me then i put the ice in and it became creamy and sweet very nice eight okay
3: grinder uh, this is a scotch that is near and dear to my heart. It's my favorite scotch with Macallan. Um, I have a long history of drinking L- Lagavulin. It's the scotch next to MAC-12. Mm. Um, maybe next to MAC-18 because uh, I love MAC-18 a lot mm. too. Um, and everything about this scotch profile is what made me love this spirit and learning about it, enjoying it, how I got into it. This is a 10 for me, guys. Wow.
0: Right. Uh, wow.
7: wow! Is this right. more of a winter scotch for you? For me, sp- I would
3: say so. Uh, these days, yeah. It's also a special occasion scotch. I don't drink as much scotch as I used to. So um, when I do, I'm very particular and selective of it. And I invariably fall to what I know and what I, what's tried and true. So it, it's becoming more traditional. And less experimental, so for me it's in an any time, but it, primarily now for my what I'm what, just what I'm drinking. I'm drinking Miller Lite right now, <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, it's
2: it's it's an it's a special occasion scotch.
0: Okay, Pagoda.
2: It's a eight for me. Um, I like it. Um, really enjoyed with the chip of fries, to be very honest. Um, when I have a need, I think uh, the initial flavoring, you know, it, it it's. <laughs> It's an experience, uh, to say the least. (laughs) It's an acquired taste, Uh, yeah. But, um, you know, I do enjoy it. If it's available, I'll have it. It's not something that I'll go and uh, purchase, but I always have one or two uh, in my liquor cabinet. It's an eight for me. Okay. Senator? It's a nine for me. Ooh. Um,
5: Look at you. I can't, since I've been drinking scotch, there's not been a day that it hasn't been part of my bar. Wow. Um... I think Lagavulin 16 for a PD scotch is as good as it gets. It's the uh, best. It's the best. Yeah. When I pursue that flavor profile, that's what I always reach for and I probably always will. So for me, it's an easy nine.
4: Hmm.
0: I'm right there with you, Senator. It's a nine for me. And the reason why is not only for the experience tonight and the experience I've had over the last two years drinking more PD scotches, if it's Talisker, you know, whatever it might be. Uh, but the thing that Senator said tonight, is the key thing for me is when I can't have a cigar and I want something a little smoky, I'm always reaching in my cabinet for Lagavulin 16. Always. Well, this will do it. Yeah, It's fantastic yeah. when yeah. you can't have a cigar. It gives you exactly what you want. So for me, it's a nine.
6: Interesting. Puba. Yeah, I agree with all that commentary. It's a nine for me.
0: Huh. Okay. So the formal liquor rating, boys, is an 8.8. Okay.
4: I nailed it. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a perfect score. That's a
0: very nice score. Perfect score for this. Oh, yeah. I think it should be in in the nines, but who am I to say?
4: Hmm.
5: I mean, Are, I guess where that does, I, I question the eights in the in the room, but you know, well, no, <laughs> I think I think in fairness, like that rating makes a lot of sense to me because this is a somewhat polarizing. It is, yeah, you're, yeah. Right, you're like, right. Like I said, it, it is not for everyone. If no, we're being honest, sure. But, like you have to enjoy some Pete. It's an to acquired enjoy taste. Scotch. It's acquired, sure. Yeah. And and
3: I, I, I think it's important to note what all of us have probably addressed in this conversation when i drink this scotch i i always have ice when i drink most scotch i always have ice and, and it really changes like this is one of those quintessentials it really changes the character the flavor the the entire experience of the scotch when you add a little ice to it um or just a little it doesn't need to be ice water like it just opens it up releases a dragon you know the whole the traditional you know, allegories for that but i i think with the amount of peat in this scotch, you gotta you gotta kind of level it out. And that it, it just opens up the caramel, it opens up the vanilla.
4: Yeah, it gets sweeter. Yeah, yeah. And, and then now. and
3: then and it helps balance out the finish, which can be a little strong. I you know, I think it's that's the way to drink it. Awesome.
0: All right, so it's time to rate the Elucione Holy Lands in Maduro. Rooster, you're up. Yeah,
7: I'll keep it simple. Seven. Okay.
0: Puba, it was a five
6: for me
0: oh five it was a seven for me for sure senator
5: same exact camp a seven um there are elements of this cigar and its flavor profile that i like the first half was actually very good um the second half was mediocre this is the perfect example of a cigar that I guess I'm somewhat glad I've tried in that if I was in a cigar shop and I had to buy a cigar and there wasn't much that I enjoyed that I would traditionally pick up, sure, I could you know, smoke most of this and, and have a fine experience. Um, but would I pursue a box of this or would this ever crack my rotation? It would not.
2: Hmm. Pagoda. Uh, you know, I've been debating between a 7 or an 8. Yeah, uh, you're smoking it down too. I am smoking it down. Yeah. Um, as am I, the times I feel like it's an eight, the times I felt it's like a seven, but um you know, I rate it as an eight um because I could have it I enjoyed it um yeah, it's an eight for me,
3: okay, grinder. I don't think there's any qualities of the cigar that make me would come back to it um the first inch was was nice, and then i just i just it just felt flat for me. It's a six. Okay. Bam, bam. I'm going to give it an eight. Um,
4: You know, I I can't go as low as a five or a six. I think there are some merits to this cigar. I think there are a lot of people that pursue a full-bodied cigar, and I think this would slot in great for them. And just with perfect honesty, it's a pretty well-made cigar. I haven't had any problems with it. No tar. I'm taking it down to a half inch. It's an eight for me. Okay. Yeah. So the former
0: lizard rating boys on the Lucio and Holy Lance of Maduro is a six point nine. So, you know, I think given our experience, given the fact that I don't think any of us are gonna go and search no. this out. No. Having said that, it's not a bad cigar. That's
3: I think true. a six
4: point nine is is actually kind of right. It's important to say that because there are people that want this type of
3: profile. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's well, not a bad but cigar. But you can get this profile and a lot better flavor. Yeah, so many yeah, other cigars. That's I'll true. be honest. Yeah, no, like,
2: it's, it's really interesting because I was thinking especially
3: about Especially at
6: the price yeah. point. I mean, I, 15 for, bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. $15. I mean,
3: they, I, and they I, make so many much better cigars.
7: Hmm. It, I, I don't know. And we have also had some better Lanceros. Oh, yeah. yeah but have, I do
2: think yeah. that, uh, you know, the Scotch actually enhanced the flavor of the cigar. Probably. It did. You yeah. know, the pairing was So pairing that's why, was why it was a 7 and an 8 for me. And, I agree you with know, you, Pagoda. Debating between Pagoda I'm,
3: right, I'm right the, there with you. The fact that it was a, between a 7 and an 8 for Pagoda and not an 8 or a 9, <laughs> <Yeah>. I think... <laughs> I says think, a
0: lot. Yeah. It says a lot. Yeah. All right, boys. A great night tonight. An 8.8 for the Lagavulin 16-year. And a 6.9 for the Illusion Holy Lance in Maduro. And we solved our raccoon problems. We did. (laughs) Now, let me ask you this before we (laughs) close, for now, before we close this out, if this cigar came. In a fried chicken bucket. Oh uh, fuck that! Would It'd you have five, given it a better no. rating? <laughs> no. Oh boy, it would have been in trash. I, I think, <laughs> I think that it.
6: Well, based on my rating, it probably deserves a place in a fried chicken. <laughs> uh, that's, true. that's true. I wasn't far. Behind I, you wait, about. listen. You know, uh, look, I didn't. I, I didn't hate it. It just it doesn't. Uh, yeah. It doesn't deserve anything more than the 50 I
3: think. I think one of the things that was telling to me was the fact that it was just another unthoughtful like hey i have these boxes that i need to fill with you know some lanceros let me just make this maduro and, and a candela to round mm-hmm. out the portfolio it it was an afterthought you know it was just kind of mocked up together like hey i gotta put this together for some production so i don't lose some some revenue and i could i don't lose the, the some cost you know okay maybe sometimes you could create magic out of that and a lot of times you create yeah <laughs>
0: And a 6.9 is kind of right in the middle of that boys. All right. We'll see you all next week. Keep smoking. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for joining us. You can find our merch store and ratings archive at our brand new website, loungelizardspod.com. That's loungelizardspod.com. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any comments, questions, if you want to reach out, say hello, tell us what you're smoking, email us hello at loungelizardspod.com You can also find us on Instagram at loungelizardspod We really appreciate your time and we'll, uh, we'll see you next week.